I am Optimus Prime, and we are going to find the AllSpark and not play a copyrighted soundtrack before the show this time. Good God. What's going on, everybody? It is the tagline. We are the Cinefanatics, and this is the show where the tagline is the title. It is Tuesday night. It is 9.30 p.m. Central Time. It's time to get this shebang going. Shebang, bang, bang, bang. I don't know. Words tonight. God, you're an awkward human being. I am so awkward. That, But that's what makes this channel different. Shebang, shebang. Any, anybody could oh, run a YouTube channel. Anybody could run a YouTube channel where you do everything perfectly fine and you don't flub and you're not awkward or weird on camera. But no, we chose not to do that because that's what everyone no. else does. No. We made that choice. We knew what we were doing. Choices, so choices, choices were made. Choices were made. Like starting a YouTube channel. Yeah. That's the only choice that was made. And then putting me on camera <laughs> exactly. and sticking the microphone in front of my face. Whoops. Whoopsies. Hey, I can't take that. That's copyrighted. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so, real quick, funny comment about that. Uh, last week, we started off the show by playing the uh, the Mortal Kombat theme, but I played, like, maybe ten seconds of it or so. Should have been under six. Yeah, should have stayed under six because, uh, like, later on that night, it was like, oh, your one hour and 40 minute long live stream has now all its monetization taken away because you played 10 seconds of the Mortal Kombat theme. 10 seconds. I mean, granted, you saw our our faces, our logo and everything on camera. Well, not our faces, but you saw our logo on camera. You heard 10 seconds of the Mortal Kombat theme. All monetization for that video is gone. Now, theoretically, we could dispute that. Oh, absolutely. But And probably should try. <laughs> I don't have lawyers on retainer for that. <laughs> I mean, okay, so the, one of us actually knows how to run YouTube stuff. Uh, we can dispute that without lawyers. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's not the point of why I brought this up. But moving on, uh, Garth saying Cinefanatics roll out. Absolutely, Cinefanatics roll out. Yeah. Uh, Sam Witwicky. <laughs> So, starting off Tuesday night, we are coming off of a fantastic weekend. Oh, yeah, it was great. Uh, this past weekend, uh, for those of y'all watching, if y'all know, uh, that was the Smash-a-thon where we were uh, taking part with pretty much the entire movie trivia Schmodown community in raising awareness and funds for uh, Kevin the Smasher Smets. Yep. Uh, has uh, stage, Was it stage three col uh, colon cancer? We just spent a whole weekend talking about this, and I'm, like, tripping up on words about it. But Stage 3 Colon Cancer, it was a fantastic event to be a part of. Uh, absolutely loved it. Uh, a lot of fun things happened on there. Uh, so the videos are still processing on YouTube because it was 24-hour-long yeah. video. Yeah. So you'll be able to see that uh, pretty soon. But, yes, Garth, hashtag smash cancer. Absolutely. Yeah, when those videos are done processing, I believe the, the clip-outs are probably going to be broken down and, and spread amongst the various after-show communities and, and what have you. So all the various specific clips will be able to still be seen in their entireties, but their smaller entireties mm -hmm. amongst the various YouTube channels. So. Uh, there was a lot of good things in there. There was that whole uh, PJ Campbell Network doing the unwind. There was a whole mess of the people family feud. part of that. The family feud was fantastic. Uh, there was, uh, in the middle of the night, was um, the Video Chronic quiz with Video Drew and Nerd Chronic. I really liked that one. That one was good. That one was good because uh, you got to see uh, someone get tackled on camera. Uh, that was fantastic. And the only way to do that, of course, this was all like a Zoom call or StreamYard or whatever in. So the only way one person could tackle another is if they happen to be living in the same place. I wonder which two people that would be. Hmm. Anyways, moving to be, on. To be fair, the entire backstage Zoom chat was very much encouraging it, and I had to oblige. Yeah. Uh, Gar saying, I love the baby advice from everyone. Babies don't explode if you feed them too much. 
I mean, that's true. That's that's science right there, and you can't argue or refute science. I do actually want to go back at some point and hear the rest of Roxy's parenting advice because I heard that she actually gave great parenting advice despite being Roxy Stryer. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, anyways, uh, typically we would go through like what movies did you watch this week? I didn't watch any. <laughs> I rewatched one. Yeah, but you didn't watch anything new. No, I rewatched one and I did it in two parts. That was The Losers. Yeah, I, I rewatched a couple also as I was like falling asleep. But uh, yeah, I, I was too busy working on this uh, video for the Smashathon, uh, talking about buttholes. So you'll have to go see the Which, Smashathon, or just stay tuned to this channel because I'll have it up with uh, bloopers. Which I was say theoretically you could have it like preloaded and everything. We could just play it on the tagline. But no, I'm still I'm still working on the bloopers end of it. So bloopers. It, yeah, there's gonna be some fun parts attached to that. If you saw Blooper. it during if you saw it during the Smashathon. Uh, uh, we'll have it up on this channel uh, with the bloopers, and it's fantastic. Like, I absolutely love the blooper part of it. Blooper? What are you doing here? This ain't the water. Get yeah. out of here, blooper. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, anyways. That makes sense, Mario game. Yeah. As we get started, as always, you know, there is the uh, there's the streamlabs.com slash cinefanatics. There is the super chat. For those of y'all who have questions, comments, want to just send anything. You want to send us money? Cool. There's a way to do it. Uh, yeah, so streamlabs.com slash Cinefinax is the preferred route. We will be watching those. Hey, Alex says, hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 Alex. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, yeah, Alex, part of C2A, uh, they've got some great things coming up, which we might, uh, uh, talk about later or might come up at some point. Will we? Uh, there might be a hint or wink of something. You don't know. Okay. Uh, Is it not what we were already talking about? Never mind. Uh, I don't think we can bring that up yet. N- never mind. Okay. Next time you do a blooper reel, I'll be your Dom DeLuise. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually pretty funny. Uh, major highlight of the Who Smashathon. Whole. Of the whole of the Who. I was like, I don't remember the Who performing during the Smashathon. That would have been great. A little Baba O'Reilly in there. That would have been great. See. See, I can I, I can figure out what people mean. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know we were getting this like high upper level class of uh, performer. We're getting the Who on there. That would the be, Who, the Who. <laughs> I don't even know if uh, Smets likes the Who. But. Well, that's the last time Alex will ever come back to our channel. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, Patreon. There is patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Uh, if it's related to Paul, it's no secret. Okay, it is related to Paul. Uh, but anyways, uh, it's not called Teenage Wasteland. No, it's not. It's Bob O'Reilly. Uh, Patreon.com slash Cinefanatics. Uh, last week, we uh, outlined uh, some... Uh, okay. Last week, we outlined some changes that are coming to the Patreon. The number one thing that uh, I'm trying to get working on is the Discord. Once the Discord is up and running, all the rest of the changes that we are making will be live on Patreon. So stay tuned to that. To keep an eye out for that. The changes, the tier levels, those given, are all coming. Given the uh, preparation we had to do for everything with the uh, Smashathon, we didn't have time to actually set up the, the Discord from last week to this week. So we are behind on things. I'm busy also working. As soon as we're done with this show, I have to go back and start working on an edit again that I'm doing for a client. So... I mean, we're just all over the place right now. Yeah. So, uh, one we will get thing, that though, stuff up soon for you guys, though. One thing, though, is this Saturday, uh, we will be doing our watch along. This Saturday, it is the big one. It is the one that I've been waiting for. It means every watch along after this is just downhill. So, jump on this Saturday and then you can leave. Yeah. Uh, so, if you're at the $5 tier or higher, you'll be able to join us for. Demolition Man. It's our Demolition Man watch-along and complimentary three seashells tutorial. That's right. We will show you how to use the three seashells as soon as we figure out how the hell to do it ourselves. Anyway, so Demolition Man this weekend on Saturday, probably around like the 9 Central, 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. You put a shell in your left and put a shell in your right. Where's the third shell go? You don't use it yet. Oh. You got to use the other two first. Okay. Again, we will full-on demonstrate that for you, and no one's going to come to that watch. 
I don't think we're actually going to demonstrate that. But anyways, uh, who knows? <laughs> have a jump on the Patreon and find out. Yeah. Uh, so I would say real quick, personal, how are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah. Like I said, we kind of, we're coming off this weekend of doing the Smash-a-thon. So, I mean, this whole past week has been built up to that. Uh, I know we missed out on one of the, uh, Schmodown replays. Um, I honestly, like, I feel like just now it was like your, your mom or dad asking like, Hey, how, how was school today? It was fine. I'm fine. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. That's all it was. It was fine. Did you learn anything? Mm. Maybe. We'll, we'll find out later in life when I become an adult, won't we? <laughs> Shut up, Mom. <laughs> Ooh, spike the mic there. Yep. Shut up, Mom. I'm trying to go watch DuckTales in the Disney afternoon. I'm trying to go play Mario Brothers. Yeah, I'm trying to play Mario Brothers. Stop asking me questions. I don't care what school was. I want pizza for dinner. Yeah. Hot pockets. Anyways. Um... I just felt like the need pizza bagels or something. Not a sponsor of any of those <laughs> products. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's what I was saying. This whole past week, we've been busy with like getting prepared for the Smashathon and stuff. So we missed a Schmodown replay. Um, I'm not certain if we'll be able to catch up on that because we've got a lot of stuff we still have to crank out and well, do. Theoretically, I'm done with the what I, what I'm working on tomorrow, and then uh, we could just do just a whole mess of Schmodown replays if we want. Yeah. Uh, I know I still got some stuff I'm working on though, so we'll see. <laughs> if we do a schmo, if we catch up on it, it'll probably be, be tomorrow night. So possibly a schmodown replay. Hey, anybody out there in uh, YouTube lane want to do a schmodown replay with me? <laughs> Fantastic. Anyways, <laughs> uh, and I know we do have the schmodown replays this week. Uh, Thursday it, we've got what is that? That's the deception versus. I'm trying to remember the names. I can't put the graphic up on here because we're not on the stream yard, but do you know the names? No. I'm glad you started mentioning it. Oh, fantastic. We <laughs> It's been a long day already, too. Uh so we've got that one. Uh we do have we do have guests coming in on that. <laughs> Why are we doing a live stream? <laughs> you sit up. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Shh. Quiet. Talking. Uh we do have guests that are coming in on that. My arms on the mic. Stop. This is not entertaining. <laughs> it is for me. We've got guests that are coming on that, so that will be Thursday, and then we're still working on uh, Friday. Yeah, no, category nine. No, category nine was up against Odd Couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no one knows lethal, lethal weapons. weapons. That was right. it. Jeez, Alex, and that's the one that has a guy in it too. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, we've got we've got guests for that one. I'm um, still working on guests for the second one, but yeah, it should still be entertaining this week as we continue on with the Schmodown Teams tournament. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's personal and all that fun that's stuff. What we got coming jazz. up? Let's move on to movie news because we got a lot we got to crank through tonight. And yeah. Anyways, uh, first piece of news. This is now uh, being changed from the show name, being changed from the tagline to the Robert Adams show featuring Chris Adams. Would you like to talk? <laughs> Here, you talk. I'll drink. So we're moving on to the first piece of news. I don't have it in front of me. He's got the news in front of him. So, again, this is the Robert Adams show. Finish your drink. That's funny. Uh, so apparently uh, Sylvester Stallone's going to be in Suicide Squad. You oh, talk. yeah. Yeah, so uh, over the was it over the weekend, Sylvester Stallone dropped this little video going, "Oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm in Suicide Squad with James Gunn." I like Patrick Warburton. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> I'm in Suicide Squad with James Gunn. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, no, that's so. First of all, if I'm not mistaken, I could have sworn that they actually finished all the live action shooting for that movie. And if I recall, they actually also said that they're not doing reshoots or adding anything new to it. Which means that if somebody's popping out going, hey, I'm heading to go do some stuff on Suicide Squad, that means theoretically they're doing a voice. That's about the only thing I can think of where, where my mind takes me. He's, he's the uh, weasel. I, gosh, honestly, I hope so. That's Man. the only thing I can think. Either I mean, he's not doing King Shark, right? No, they already said who's doing King Shark. Yeah. 
I was hoping it was actually still Ron Funches. Yeah, I would love Ron Funches for that. If y'all watch the uh, Harley Quinn cartoon, Ron Funches is killing it as King Shark on there. Okay, so Alex brings up a point in the chat. She says post credit scene. I mean, it's I, it's possible they could probably skirt around doing that without it still being the nope, we're still shooting or we're doing reshoots. That could be like a no, it's it's it wasn't for the main movie. Yeah, but uh, no, I want to see I want to see Weasel. I know uh, James Gunn's brother is doing is portraying Weasel in the uh, physical physicality, but he also did Rocket as well. He was yeah. the physical Rocket, even though Bradley Cooper was the voice. So, so that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if you've got if if you've got a uh, Gun Number Two doing Weasel, and you've got Sly doing Weasel's voice. And if you've seen Weasel in the promo material that they've already put out there, that's a hilarious thought. Yeah. So. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had the time to be able to get the image up here, and I wish I did because Weasel is just weird looking. But if you could imagine that, if y'all, if, if all y'all watching, if you open up another tab, you if you if you're not familiar with how he looks, open up another tab and Google. I think his name is Weasel, actually, uh, from the Suicide Squad movie. You'll see this weird looking, yeah, thing. Uh, imagine with Sylvester Stallone's voice. Hey, uh, yo. <laughs> hey, Adrian. Yeah, with the, with the weasel. <laughs> this is not the best look for me. <laughs> I know um, someone's going to scream that, screen grab that. <laughs> Sean Gunn. Yes. That's... Yes, I couldn't remember his name this entire time. Oh, okay. Sean Gunn. Yeah. Hashtag drops in of an X. Um, <laughs> anyway. There you go. There you go. All right. Every time it gets mentioned. So, real quick, Alex wants to interrupt a, a bit here with a $5 donation up in the Streamlabs. Thank you, Alex. She says, much love to you both. Thank you all for the work you did for the fundraiser. Question, favorite movie bros or movie bros that best reflect you both? Well, I think the answer to that, uh, Ben and Drew over on Action Industries already gave us that one, didn't, didn't they? Well, I mean, that one's fun for, for comedy-wise. Uh, only because, and here, here's the thing, uh, here's why I, I feel like I connect with that one. We are awkward. We are awkward as mess. And that comes through in Speak our personalities on yourself. camera. You're awkward too. Speak for yourself. You are awkward too. Just live with it. Uh, so I understand why, uh, action industries decided to call us the Butabi brothers and PC also, I will, I'll actually give credit to PC. She called us the Butabi brothers first. Because we're just again awkward. She, Everyone can see it. We know That's she did fine. it before she before it was cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I I completely get the Butabi brothers aspect of it. Uh, the one I will actually go with is this. Is actually, kind of funny because they're not actually brothers. Would be uh, step brothers. Uh, the thing is, is my brother and I are eight years difference, so therefore we do have like two completely different reflections on the same pop, generation, pop culture, life, eh, not necessarily, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, we do have we have two different aspects on all this. So something that I bring to this conversation to this brotherly relationship is not the same as what he brings because, well, like say he's super into Pokemon and I'm not. I'm super into Pink Floyd, and he's not. Yeah, and also because uh, you'll notice our brotherly relationship, especially tonight, is that of me trying to frustrate the living crap out of him this entire way through. And he does so well, but I'm just dynamite at maintaining composure on camera. Are you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? No. Oh, well, that's right. Anyways, uh, yeah, but put something on your drum set later. <laughs> I don't have a drum set. <laughs> well, then it's just gonna sit on the floor. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a drum set, and I'm gonna put something on it later. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so I would say that's that's probably some movie bros that I would uh, that I I, I feel like we kind of relate to. I'm trying to think if there's any others I can think of, honestly. Uh, well, we made mention of it in our uh, in our little butthole video for for the Smashathon, which was uh. Well, was was Buzz was his brother, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was kind of like Buzz and Buzz and. Uh, Only if you're Buzz yeah. and I'm Kevin. No. Because uh, I'm not Buzz. Moving on. 
You butthole. <laughs> Go get yourself checked. <laughs> so you're better in the end. Call back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, moving on to next piece of movie news. What about Connor and Murphy McManus from the Boondock Saints? You guys could get tattoos. Well, he's got one, and I'm not going to, so. Uh, those two, the, the, the difference with those is those two worked very well together. Like they, they were just screw you. Well, no, I mean, you and I, you and I work, work well together. I quit the show. You and I do work well together, uh, which is why I'm saying draft center facts. Uh, but we do have a lot of like butting heads on stuff a lot. It's just being able really. Well, I'm a I'm, I'm a child. Yes, again, eight years difference, y'all. Uh, but I mean, we do have like butting heads on like opinions on on how things should go. So, and if you were right in your opinion, we wouldn't do that as much. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm taking out frustration because I'm locked in my room editing a video right now. <laughs> yeah, feel free. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here for this, the emotional support of this channel. Uh, Tommy and Brennan Conlon and Warrior. I'll be your trunk daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually could really see that. Uh, hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. T Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Dwalin, get me Kalinowski. T Tommy. <laughs> or whatever he says. He doesn't say anything in the movie. He just punches the guy and just. Yeah, he just hits the guy. Yeah. Tommy. <laughs> that's a good movie, though. Uh, the Gecko Brothers in From Dust Till Dawn. The only problem with that is I neither look like George Clooney nor have an obsession with feet. So. That's okay. I look like George Clooney. <laughs> no, you don't. Huh. Okay, moving on. For those of you listening on audio, we just looked into the camera. That's right. We have audio. I well. forgot. <laughs> We do when I have time to catch up on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like always. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. So uh, send in those uh, stream labs and jump on that Patreon so I can uh, afford to actually take more time off of work so I can keep up with everything. <laughs> Should be doing that regardless. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, moving on. So, yeah, that's what we think about Sylvester Stallone and Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Just wrapping this one up. Uh, Once again... This uh, here's here's the the fun thing, and this is this is why I'm actually pushing for stuff like Streamlabs and Patreon. I was actually talking about this before before we got started. I was like, I would love the day where I can wake up, I have an idea for something I want to create, video, image, whatever. I want to be able to get up, jump straight up to my desk to my computer. And start creating it instead of having to get up. You're not jumping. Go to yeah, I'm not jumping. Let's be honest. I love my bed. Uh, uh slowly, sloggily, lay lazily get out of bed and sit at my desk. But I mean, I'll do it with some enthusiasm because I'm eager to create. Ladies and gentlemen, but, the word of the day is sloggily. Sloggily. Uh, <laughs> say it at home. Sloggily. Ah! All right, Pee Wee. Just as long as that's the end of your Pee Wee Herman uh, impressions. <laughs> no, I'm. Talking about something else. Anyways, uh, I would like to sit at the, the desk. Some things you just don't have to reference, you know. Yeah. So I, I would like to sit at the desk and just start creating. And one of the things I would like to do specifically for, like, this particular show is start creating, like, little cards that pop up when we have, like, seemingly recurring segments. Yeah. Uh, like this one for the particular piece of news I'm about to start talking about. This is a segment I would like to refer to. And this week in Wonder Woman 84 is going straight to streaming. <laughs> that was a long way of, uh, of going around just to tell this one like little joke to move into this piece of news. But we well a, worth it. Can we get like an in-house band that will play like a Wonder Woman on streaming? Yeah. <laughs> so those of y'all out there who uh, have an a, a in-house band that can be in our house and play in this band... Absolutely, pretty much for free, depending on who subscribes to Patreon and Streamlabs. Uh, which you, you are required to wear a mask. Uh, we are s s abiding by strict social distancing. Which, by the way, there's the Streamlabs link in the uh, chat again. So yeah. if y'all would like to be a part of the band, that's how you get paid. <laughs> 
Anyways, uh, so yeah, this week in Wonder Woman going straight to streaming news. Wonder Woman straight to streaming. Thank you, House Bam. Uh, she's not t- technically going straight to streaming. Straight to streaming. The news this week now is that uh, yeah, overkill. <laughs> Thanks, Bam. The news this week now is that. It's going to play in the theaters, say, like, I believe it's set for Christmas still. Still? It hasn't been pushed back. That's not going to That's the next segment that we talk about is movies yeah. that are being pushed back. Movies getting pushed back. Why is it the same Why is it the same <laughs> tune? Diversify your tune, guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so, it's going to be apparently on in theaters for, say, like, two weeks, and then it will go straight to HBO Max. This is a new a new idea that caters both to, say, Warner Brothers that just wants to get the movie out there and potentially try to recoup some of the funds for it by maybe getting a bunch of new subscribers hopping onto HBO Max so they can watch the movie. And or maybe there might be the possibility that HBO Max might do the, uh, the Disney Plus premiere thing like they did with Mulan and maybe charge an extra amount for you to watch it as long as you're already a subscriber to HBO Max. It's possible. I mean, it worked out so well for Mulan. Eh, I mean, they made a, as far as we know, they made a decent amount on Mulan. The yeah. thing is, is Mulan was just kind of a eh, movie. But here, here's the thing. So Garth brings us up in the chat. My money's on Patty getting her way in theatrical release. will get pushed to summer 2021. Yes. Uh, I ultimately yeah. think that is the way that it will go. Mostly because uh, what you're looking at is, you know, WB already put out Tenet and saw how Tenet worked during a kind of a more of a low period that we had a, a little valley that we had during the uh, the the pandemic, where it was possible we could open movie theaters and do something. Yeah, if everybody abided by guidelines and everything, we were we would have been able to open theaters again and kind of get get moving at a, a decently healthy pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, problem is, is that there's been like some skyrocketing going on o- across the nation and theaters in a lot of places are actually re-shutting back down again. Yeah. Uh, namely Regal itself is like completely like re-shutting back down. So keeping like, first of all, we're in November. We're talking about Christmas time. That's like a month and a half away ish, not even a half month and a week, a month and a week away. So there's no way that theaters across the nation are going to be like, cool, we're good. Pandemic's over. There's pandemic's not going to be over in a month and a half. I know like there's vaccines out there that are testing well, and that's fantastic, but it's still going to be a few months. Yeah. We're not looking, we're looking now till like springtime where we can start maybe thinking about doing stuff. Uh, so no, I, my bet, my money is also on, uh, it going straight to, uh, theaters in the summer next year. Mm-hmm. And the only reason is because uh, if you if it, people are still going to go see it, people are going to go see it. If if it's safe to go to a movie theater, if a large portion of people actually feel safe to go to the movie theater, they will go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will make it's it's going to take you a little bit longer, but you will inevitably make at least your money back on that movie by releasing it in the theaters later. And most of that movie is probably most of the money back is probably going to be, unfortunately, is going to be on the home video release end of it. Which, uh, as far as how movies work, that's that's terrible for the immediate return on investment. Yeah. The idea is you hope to make a movie, release the movie to theaters, and make recoup your money back in the theaters. Not to mention when we see er- the earnings reports of how much, uh, or sorry, the budget reports of how much it costs to make the movie. Typically, that budget report does not include the amount spent in advertising. Mm-hmm. So, for to make a trailer, to make those posters, to put those commercials on the airwaves, you don't see that in that budget. Uh, so yeah, typically when they release a movie to a theater, they're hoping to recoup at least the amount of money spent to actually make the movie. Yeah. Uh, if you're Avengers Endgame, you did fantastic. If you're anybody else, the Dark Knight, Titanic, you did gangbusters at that. Uh, but yeah, anyone else right now, it's very hard. Uh, Tenet, I don't believe, I haven't looked at the numbers for Tenet lately. They, I think they changed their projections. They're like, okay, well let's now consider where we're at given pandemic and i think given that fact they feel pretty good about the money they made on that movie 
but you, that's lowering the bar like tenfold. <laughs> now, also take into account a movie, say, like New Mutants, which was what, which was made back in like 2016, 2017, that just sat there for a while. You do realize I have a, the ability to make the fart noise. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah like that. Yeah. Uh, so, like one of those movies, it gets made and it just sat there essentially on a shelf for years, not recouping anything. Yeah. So... Now it finally got released in the middle of a pandemic, which is just all kinds of ironic. Uh, is that real ir- irony or Alanis Morissette irony? You know, honestly, I think that's probably the Alanis Morissette irony. It, it's just a coincidence that by the time they are actually ready to release the movie, ah, oh, there's a global pandemic. Mr. Afraid to Fly. Yeah. Uh, Either way, I, I, every time we talk about Wonder Woman 84, I always go back to the same thing. I just want to watch the movie. Just I do. Give, uh, give me the movie. I agree with Patty Jenkins on this. Yeah. I want to see it in the theater. I wanted to see Tenet in the theater. I wanted to see New Mutants in the theater. Uh, I wish I could have seen Mulan in the theater, actually. Uh, as as uh, of a movie Mulan was, there was definitely some shots in that movie. I was like, oh, the cinematography was, was great. The uh, I think it was even the opening the opening shot for those of y'all who've seen Mulan. The movie opens with like a sweeping pan shot of her village. Would have looked great on the big screen, even though it's her little tiny village. It's essentially one building. I guess it's all like apartments and stuff, but. <laughs> Uh, someone feel free to correct me on Chinese culture at that time, Apartment. I guess. But, I mean, essentially it was one building that they everyone in this village lived in. Uh, but it looked gorgeous just on the computer. It would have looked spectacular on the big screen. And the way it was filmed was for the big screen experience. And I wish I could have seen that, but... Yeah. It would have been nice. I mean, cinematography in that movie was just, was just good, but... Uh, Patty Jenkins, like looking back at the first Wonder Woman movie, that shot of her crossing no man's land, absolutely spectacular on the big screen. Yeah. <laughs> Garth is like condos. I mean, kind of. Uh, anyways, oh, we had some movie, uh, some movie news about, uh, Thor. we had some movie news. Thor, Thor, four, four, Thor, four, Thor, four, 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 four. Yeah. Cool beans. Cool, cool beans. Cool beans. Yeah. Uh, so apparently Chris Pratt's in it, which, I mean, makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Have you seen Endgame? Yeah. I mean, Everybody you, else did. If you saw the end of Endgame, uh, here's the thing. They've actually already said that Thor is slated to appear in the next Guardians of the Galaxy. Again, have you seen Endgame? Everybody else did. I mean, that's like saying, you know who else is going to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Gamora, Drax. Well, maybe Gamora. Well, Gamora will be in there. She'll just be really awkward. <laughs> we we assume it's Gamora. We assume she's coming. Groot, back. Rocket. They'll all be in that movie. Yeah. Because you know how the ending of Endgame was. Everybody else does. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, of course Thor is going to be in Guardians of the so, Galaxy. It would make sense that at least Star Lord is in the next Thor. Here's my thoughts though. Like, okay, so they're talking about putting. Uh, Thor in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 I'm curious as to what the timeline is on this because if Thor is in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 for any extended period of time that means Chris Pratt will be in Thor Love and Thunder for an extended period of time I don't think that's what's going to happen honestly I think and spoilers for Endgame come on (laughs) hasn't seen Endgame everyone's seen Endgame Um, and if you haven't you don't care uh if you so the way that went was that Thor went off with the Guardians at the end of that. Yeah. And my thoughts are just that that was just a vehicle to get Thor to his next adventure. He's not really going to be hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy come time for Love and Thunder. Especially cuz that's the next movie of the two that's actually slated to come out. Yeah. So I th- I think it would have actually made more sense if the next Guardians was to come out before the next Thor. That way we have the full Guardians movie with Thor in tow, and then at some point in that movie, uh, Thor helps him out, and but then he diverts over to his own mm-hmm. movie, uh, and then you move on to Thor: Love and Thunder, and you see him going off on his whole thing with Jane and whatnot. Yeah. 
I mean, we we can sit all day and try to predict how the storyline goes and everything, but... But, hey, that's just a theory. Stop. A film. It's copyrighted. Film suggestion. That's uh, just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what I think might actually end up happening, though, is that the Guardians drop him off for this little adventure, and then once it's taken care of and Jane is the new Thor, if she stays the new Thor, mm-hmm. then he goes, okay. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, it's not going to work between us still, and I'm going to go hop off with the Guardians again. And then he just hightails it back off with the Guardians again for, for their adventure, in which case maybe that would be the last time we ever see Thor. We might we might see him sacrifice himself for the guardians, in some capacity because that could be an interesting storyline for like, if he sacrifices himself for Star Lord kind of a thing. Yeah, might well, be a good out for that. Might be a good out for that, and you give you give Thor a potentially heroic send off as he as he would deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So I, I'm kind of curious as to what might happen with that. At the same time, we also got word that. Uh, that Vin Diesel has apparently like was he's popping up for potentially recording in Thor four. Ah, so there might also be a Groot appearance. Oh, well, I guess that makes more sense. I was thinking that they weren't going to use Natalie Portman's voice, and he would just she would just say, "I am Jane" the entire <laughs> time. I'm Jane. I am Jane. <laughs> Uh, possibly. That might be weird. N- new direction to I, go. I'm Jane! And like, oh, therefore, next time, don't complain about the parts you get in the Marvel movies, okay? Now, if you stop complaining, we'll replace your voice back with your regular voice instead of giving you Vin Diesel. <laughs> Sounds like Tarzan. Jane? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... It'll be interesting to see where that's going to develop. I cannot wait till this pandemic is over so we can actually have regular movie news yeah. and comments. Honestly, I'm kind of tired of saying that. <laughs> it's <just, laughs> it's going to be over when it's over. <laughs> this week on us tired of the pandemic, so we can tired have regular pandemic. working on regular movie news. Not even going to try a single note different. Nope. All right. <laughs> Start recording these for the buttons to push. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next news. Uh, apparently, uh, we're, we're about to see the, uh, the old crotchety version of Harrison Ford start production on, uh, Indiana Jones 5. No, we already saw that. It was called Indiana Jones 4. Well, apparently he's doing number five also. Yeah, but he's also so old that he's Search probably- for the Golden Walker. He's so old that he's probably also doing number one and number two, and he doesn't care. God. All right, incontinence jokes aside. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, here's the thing. I've seen Indiana Jones four. Not, I'm not ecstatic. I mean, I, I get that. I think nobody's ecstatic. I believe that James Mangold is actually slated to take over this one, which that has me intrigued and interested. But I don't know what's the story. I mean, outside of a passing of the mantle type story, which. Uh, what else are you going to do with an Indiana Jones who's basically 80 years old? Do you understand that here, here's one thing that you just said that I thought was kind of interesting. Incontinence? Is, is that it's being oh. passed off to James Mangold. And you find that, that, was, that's, that that's really interesting, mm-hmm. the passing of a torch. We're passing it away from Steven Spielberg. He's still part of it. Easily, easily one of the most like well-known directors ever yeah and you're like i'm eager to see what james mangold is going to do with this typically steven spielberg's one of those that like hey steven spielberg's doing a movie i want to watch that yeah just because of how long his career has been how it's steven freaking spielberg movies have been you're like i want to see that but then to turn around and say like I'm okay with the fact that a new director is taking this and I'm still yeah. eager to see it. That's a huge testament to like in this case, James Mangold mm-hmm. and what he can what he can bring to a movie. That is super interesting it's to see that. It's cuz I've seen James Mangold's other movies and uh while some of his movies I'm not as big a fan of as others, like I loved Ford versus Ferrari. Um Logan. Yeah, sure. Um a lot of people love that movie. That's all I'll say. Anyway, um, 
he he does have the chops, the directing chops. He's got this. He knows the style. He knows how the world could operate, should operate. Mm-hmm. I very much can see an Indiana Jones movie coming from him. Now the problem is, is that. I can't see an Indiana Jones movie coming from Harrison Ford anymore because yeah. the man is going to be 80 by the time they start shooting this thing. Is it 80 or 85? 80. 80? He's like 79 right now. He's going to be 80 by the time they start shooting this thing. By the time they're done, he might be around 81. Well, yeah. the shooting probably won't take that long, but, well, it might. He's old. Um, It might take that long. What I'm saying is that by the time the movie comes out and premieres, he's going to be probably 81 or older. And it's like, what are you? What are you doing? What are we? What are we doing here? What is Indiana Jones gonna do? I like Garth's comment here. I belong in a museum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Indiana Jones is gonna be an artifact. <laughs> Someone else is gonna go digging through some dirt and find him. Yeah. So, we said uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark started with Indy getting the golden idol, idol, the man of gold, mangled. Conspiracies. Garth, this is why we chose you to help us with the butthole video. Yeah. Which, out of context, that sounds really bad. He knows a thing or two because he's seen a thing or two. <laughs> About buttholes. <laughs> okay. Uh, if y'all don't know was, what that means, stay tuned to this channel or go watch the Smashathon from this past weekend. I was talking about humorous thoughts, but okay. Yeah. Uh,. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just uh, Indiana Jones is going to be super old, and I'm hoping he's not flying to the production set himself. Anyways. Snakes. I don't even care. Bite me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. uh, Bad Harrison Ford. (laughs) I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. Hey, Peter, it's Indy, Indiana Jones, played by Patrick Warburton. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Uh, that might be an idea for like a game to play on one of these, is that... Uh, How many different roles can Patrick Warburton play? I mean, you could do that, or we could do uh, try to see if like between the impressions that you and I can do, like th- those characters playing like famous movie characters. I'm good at what I do. What I do isn't very nice. Wow, wow, wee is a very nice. Wow, wow, wee wah. It's a very nice. <laughs> Patrick Warburton as Borat. There you go. You never thought you'd see that on this show, did you? Well, welcome to the Cinefanatics where who knows what's going to happen. Uh, so, quick side news since I just brought up Borat. Uh, apparently, it popped up today that uh, there's a bunch of, uh, I guess, Kazakh Americans that are trying to. Uh, they're trying to make sure that Borat 2 doesn't get Oscar nominations. <laughs> like, J- joke's on you. It was never going to anyway. I mean, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> There's no way. That's not the type of movie that people go into going, you know, maybe we should give him a, an Oscar. I'm surprised Tropic Thunder got an Oscar nomination. Yeah. Anyways. Especially uh, for Robert Downey Jr.'s For Robert Downey Jr.'s character, which didn't he get like the Oscar nomination in that movie too? Maybe. Yeah, he got or I can't remember. Something like that. I need to watch Tropic Thunder. I again. think so because I, I remember seeing him like accepting an award or something as his actual character. Not, yeah. Not in blackface. That was funny. <laughs> uh I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Uh so moving on. Uh Cree two director. Stephen Capel Jr. is apparently rebooting the Transformers movies. Are we on to the main subject? We're on to the main subject, the thumbnail. The reason you clicked on this video, because our happy faces were in the tiny little corner. So hopefully you did it because you saw Adonis, Optimus, and Bumblebee. Wow, that actually, like, that sounds like a a great, like, uh, like, group right there. This should be like a barbershop trio. Adonis, Optimus, and Bumblebee. Adonis, Optimus, Bumblebee. Bumblebee. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's better. At least they changed the tune this time. Adonis. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, kind of interesting on this. Uh, Stop it. That shtick is getting old. Yeah. That he's really only had one other movie before Cree 2. And now they're handing off the entire transformers franchise to him that's why not 
Well, why not? Why not? Why not? The reason I was initially thinking why not is because you had Bumblebee, uh, which was directed by Travis Knight. Yeah. That is easily... And I don't think this is any any person's opinion. I think this actually is stated as a fact. General that consensus. is the best Transformers movie out of all of them. Out of all the live action ones, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not including the the cartoon from the '80s, which that movie was great too. Uh, but yeah, Bumblebee was the best live action Transformer. The whole beginning of it with uh, them on Cybertron was just gorgeous. Absolutely, just stunning. Yeah. And if they could have done a movie like that, that's what I would have wanted to see. So I'm kind of I'm kind of heartbroken we're not gonna get to potentially see what Travis Knight could do with this franchise. Yeah. Uh but here's a like Stephen Capel Jr. He we haven't seen him do Capel. anything capable. Yeah, he's capable of this. Uh we haven't seen him do anything uh, okay. Uh, like special effects wise and stuff and i'm still staring at your chair even though you're not there i expect you to be there it wasn't that bad of a joke uh we haven't seen him do anything like special effects wise cgi so i'm not exactly sure how like his visual is going to be on essentially these the sentient robots and what they're turning into so I don't know. Like, I'm kind of curious as to what he can do. Now, the thing is, is that Cree 2 actually was a really good movie. Like, I remember people were saying, were saying that Rocky 4, with the whole aspect of Drago and everything, was just completely, like, bonkers. And, hey, you know what? While you're up, can you refill my whiskey glass? Uh, no, I didn't actually have a punchline for that, so I'm just going to sit back down. Okay. Uh, so, like, Rocky 4 was just a little too weird it was a too too far off off of like actual reality rocky four yeah with the robot yeah it was the robot and the fact that uh drago can punch like 2000 psi or something like that and he killed a man like he was almost superhuman with the punches and then rocky could turn around and beat him in the ring uh so it, it really wasn't grounded that much in reality but now to do a essentially a sequel to that specific movie with Cree 2 it was fantastic they mm-hmm. did a great job with it and like I, I i felt that even though there's a parts of rocky 4 that are still very like not normal it kind of rooted it a little bit better yeah so i don't know I, I storytelling wise he's a good director with a good eye for this but I'm kind of curious as to what he's going to do when his storytelling is now focused on CGI robots fighting. Yeah, it would be like the first like real test I think for him as a director. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure like he hasn't had. Uh, I don't believe he. I did, did a little research. He didn't have like a huge extensive career prior to Creed Two. So this will be an interesting one, especially if he's being tasked with taking over and rebooting an entire universe. One that's already been firmly established in film canon and has been firmly established as, eh, I think we're kind of tired of these movies now. Yeah. So he's being handed the reins of a dying franchise and tasked with the ability to reboot that, breathe new life into it, and good luck. Oh, also, at some point, G.I. Joe's will be in this. (laughs) What? Probably. Yeah, this is the reboot of the Transformers for the Hasbro Cinematic Universe, which they don't, again... Lessons to be learned for studios. Stop getting ahead of yourselves. Don't don't necessarily talk about a G.I. Joe cinematic universe. When we got Iron Man, maybe there was like rumors around that time of like Avengers type stuff, but nobody really firmly knew anything until Nick Fury showed up at the end of the of Iron Man. Yeah. And that was only like a hey, Avengers? And we were all like Oh, okay. We'll go see the next one then. But they didn't really like firmly have that cemented and committed until they realized that they were making billions of dollars on these movies. And they're like, okay, yep, we're doing Avengers for sure. But the thing is, is now we're we're in a, a, a situation where you look at every franchise that is based off of an already established IP 
and you're like, oh, we must make a cinematic universe out of it. And the problem with that Stop is it. they're announcing these right off the bat. The They were trying to do that with the dark universe with that stupid mummy movie with it. The what? Which one? Well, if I tell you, it's going to ruin it. Just What do you think the dark universe represents at this point? Uh, Dark universe is... There you go. There we go. Because <laughs> it's definitely not... Excellent. No. Nope. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they came out saying that they were trying to build this dark universe, cinematic universe, right off the bat. Instead of just put out the mummy movie, have uh, what was it? I think just Dracula Untold was supposed to be part of it too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what's his name was uh. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in it. Uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Schmodown. Anyways, uh, so, like, Russell Crowe was a part of that as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like, that was cool to have that, like, in there. Like, that would have been one if I was making the movie because I'm an executive in control of a gigantic movie studio. Great choice. That, that's going to make a movie of uh, with Tom Cruise in it. Uh, I would have kept that quiet, just said, like, hey – He's some kind of a, a character that's going to interact with Tom Cruise. And you would not have known that he was Dr. Jekyll. He's a scientific mind in control of whatever, whatever division. Yeah. You wouldn't have known that that was Dr. Jekyll potentially setting up a, an entire universe of yeah. movies until you saw the mummy. Of course, if I was also in control of that, I probably would have made that movie better. I wouldn't have done like any of the Hyde stuff with him. And I would have just kept him like. Hey, what's your name? Just call me Doctor. And then at the end of the movie, you see like a nameplate or something. You see something at like the end, like a, a post credit. Oh, he was Doctor Jekyll this entire time. Yeah, like you do, you do something like that. And then Just on call top, me Henry. And on top of that, you also don't take a magazine picture with all these actors that you're uh, you're nailing down for this dark universe when. There's no guarantee that universe is ever going to take off. Well, I mean, to be honest, though, X-Men did that when they did, like, this giant, like, uh, like yeah. Comic-Con thing. And they had, like, all the X-Men actors that they could get out there. And they had Channing Tatum posting uh, out there with them as well. Like, hey, I'm a part of this universe. No, you're not. That's nope. not going to happen. Yeah, so lessons learned there is don't start setting up a universe before you know that the universe is going gonna, is gonna to work. So we backtrack to this Transformers and GI Joe. I'm down for it, honestly. Like, more than likely, it's going to be really stupid. Um, and that's might be like some preconceived notions based on prior Transformers movies and prior GI Joe movies. Uh, but if it's done the right way, sure, give me that. Put it in my eyeballs. That'll be fun. It'll be a blast. It'll be another great franchise to go say, like, hey, I'm going to the theaters to have some fun with. But, no. I mean, as of right now, I have no high hopes for that. Especially since they're already talking about, like, all the different, like, toy brands that are going to be mixed in and involved in this beyond Transformers and G.I. Joe. Oh, please tell me they're not going to bring back Battleship. Like, I don't mind I don't if, like that, but... I don't mind if, like, they do a, another G.I. Joe movie and then, like, at some point in the movie it takes place, like, out at sea and they're like... Uh, let's scan for uh, potential battleships in the C9 sector. Just that, that's it. That's all you need to do. You, you don't need it. a movie about battleship. You just do a little nod like that, and that would be great. That's a nice little Easter egg in there. Uh, mask. That was the other one that I think is, was going to be part of it. Mask? Yeah. The, the Yeah, that was the one where the machine, the vehicles change or something like that. I remember those toys. Oh, those Transformers. Oh, no, the Transformers are vehicles that turn into robots. Mask was like a car, like a DeLorean, where the wings of the car open and that became actual wings and the car would start flying. Yeah. Uh, that's like the mask.a, or m.a.s, yeah. Um, I mean, who's asking for that movie? I mean, the toys were cool. Uh, Hasbro's asking for it. Oh, good lord. Uh, and Hasbro, Hasbro doesn't have any control over uh, over He-Man either, because that's one. That's one yeah. I wish the He-Man. Someone needs to get that He-Man movie going, and it's just it cannot take off. Like it's so constantly. The other reason why this is a huge deal is because this, if this cinematic universe works and it takes off, 
if, say, Stephen Cable Jr. does a fantastic job as a director and the writing of the script is on point and all the actors in the movie are on point and it takes off and this whole franchise, this whole universe works, uh, that's a big win for Paramount. And Paramount needs a big win right now. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing to, uh, to keep in mind also. But I don't know. I just I don't really have a whole lot of high hopes for this, despite what I believe is a capable director being in the right seat. It's, told you he was capable. Yeah, he's capable. That works. You feel good about that one? No. Okay. Um, but that's that's the thing. Again, like I said, everything else has to fall in place too. It's the uh, movie's production is not just on the shoulders of the director. The script writing team has to be has to be on it. Producers have to be willing to let you know everybody have their vision and not overbear and control. Here's the thing: is uh, after a while, some of these movies, like back in the '90s, if you were to tell me that eventually someday someone will make a good comic book movie, I would have been like, I, I don't see how. Pretty much all these comic book movies are just straight sucking. Some of them are good, but I mean, for the most part, I mean. The thing is, is that we enjoyed Batman Forever and Batman and Robin back I, in the day. We're like, these are fun. We well, didn't know I, any better. I, I liked Batman Forever. I did like uh, Batman. Batman and Robin was still like pretty cringy. I was one of those kids that was like, why do they all of a sudden have ice skates in their boots? Let's kick some ice. Yeah, the ice puns were just like, why? He doesn't. You got a perfectly good Batman cartoon that has done a phenomenal job of putting Mr. Freeze on there. Why do you have Schwarzenegger doing ice puns? This yeah. is so stupid. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you look at most of the comic book movies, especially during the 90s, and The Crow is probably the best one, I would say, probably. I mean, Spawn, Steel? No. No, not at all. Mm. Oh, steel. Oh. Yeah. Forget about that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and, the movie's a fever dream. And for the record, I'm also not a huge fan of uh, Batman Returns. I know that's that's probably one of the ones that most people will say is a highlight of a comic book movie during the 90s. But uh, Now, the question is... Rocketeer was good. Wasn't the first Blade like 99? Uh, the first Blade was 98. 98, that's right. Movie release dates. Always Anyways, one off. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was... That was Probably, now that I think about it, yeah, that was probably one of the best. The problem with that one, though, nobody knew it was a comic book. And Blade was such an off character that you were pretty much free to do whatever you wanted with him. Just keep the idea still in mind For that most part. Half, half human, half vampire. But... You could do anything you want with him, and for the most part, even the comic book fans would be like, oh, okay, that's cool. But this character doesn't matter that much at that time. He doesn't matter enough for us to make sure you get everything absolutely correct with him, and it translates from the comics yeah. exactly. Uh, definitely was not the best uh, comic book movie in the 90s, so that definitely goes to uh, Corman's Fantastic Four. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, which is funny because that movie is actually uh, more entertaining. That is a better movie than Fan Four Stick. Oh well, everything's a better movie than Fan Four Stick. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Red Sonia. Red Sonia was the uh, the first full length Marvel Comics movie. Uh, the only thing though is I believe did the Red Sonia comic come out after the movie. I don't know, but I just remembered that honestly, like we had good comic book movies before then. Yeah, Superman, Superman. one and two. Yeah, Superman, Superman one, one and two were yeah. fantastic. <clears throat> so, well, I mean, stuff of Superman two was still stupid when he threw his cellophane shield on non. Yeah, but I mean, you, you still like take some liberties. Like this is the movie verse Superman. He can apparently do this. Or even in the first Superman movie, he flies backwards and turns back time. <laughs> don't sing. Yeah. We already have a reference to share that Garth made earlier in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, anyway. So I don't know. That's, that, that's oh, the case. Okay. Like it, it was a, it was a situation back then. It's like it, nobody, nobody could even have dreamed back then that we'd have the MCU in what it is today that we would have even get anywhere close to the, the level of end game. Mm-hmm. Like, did did anyone ever think that we would see Thanos on on the big screen at all? 
And that's one of the fun things. Like as a comic book fan, as a kid, mm-hmm. like I knew, I knew who Thanos was way back in the day. Nobody else knew who Thanos was until after he popped up in Avengers at the end. And, and now, everyone's like, who's that purple guy grinning at the end of the movie? And everybody who knew it was like, oh, I know. Now you can mention Thanos to anyone. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who Thanos is. He's a household name now. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's hilarious. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about, situations where like the nerds have the day now, which is, which is fantastic and really funny. I was born in the wrong decade. <laughs> but... The thing is, is that we're talking we're talking about in relation to this franchise, and we're saying like, hey, we didn't see the MCU coming, so you know, all all harsh language aside, we could actually have another really good cinematic universe from Transformers, GI Joe, and all the other Hasbro toys. Yeah, I really hope they put My Little Pony in there. Um, <laughs> by the way, that's not what the MLP stands for. No, it's not. <laughs> it it would just be hilarious to watch. Uh, Although that might bring more viewers to us. Oh, the MLP guys. Yeah, let's go see what they have an opinion on for My Little they're Pony. They're bronies. They're brothers and they like bronies. My Little Pony. We're bronies. Bronies. <laughs> I know. We're brothers and we're bronies, so we're bronies. So anyway, yeah, this, uh, I don't know. I, I reserve all final words on this franchise until they start giving us more information about it. Uh I'm just uh, yeah. I, I still I, haven't seen the last night or whatever that last Transformers movie was. And I'm probably not going to watch it. No, I, I watched... saw the one before that, the first one that had Marky Mark in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that Marky. one was just a disastrous piece of trash. And I'm like, Age uh, of Extinction. That's it. Yeah, I don't even care what this name is. Uh, yeah, I saw the, like the Cinemasins or the Honest trailer, and I was like, that's an, that's about enough as I need for this movie. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to actually watch it now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm eager to see the franchise turn, but again, like I said at the beginning of this topic, <laughs> I wish I could see what Travis Knight was going to do with it. I want to see the franchise turn, but until then, only my stomach is turning. Yeah, because I'm hungry. And we got stuff to do, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah, brother. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for tonight. We're going to start wrapping this up, so. It's uh, a little one tonight, guys. A little, just a little, little fun show. Yeah. Uh, so as we mentioned, uh, last week, there is a particular campaign going on, uh, so far over this past week, I have seen, uh, the fan base of this, uh, like growing and I'm actually very happy with what I've seen so far. The fan base is doing fantastic on this. Uh, so I want to continue seeing this. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, again, for those of y'all familiar with the movie trivia schmodown, uh, we are eager to. Uh, be a part of the Schmodown again, uh, w- like eager to play. It's yep. it's a lot of fun to, to be a part of, uh, and I'm eager to sit down and really like like go head to head with some of these people. A lot of these people we we honestly can now call friends. Yeah, and I want to respected re- peers. Yeah, I really want to be able to go toe to toe with with these people because they're just awesome to hang out with, and I feel like it could be a lot of fun. So yep. yes. Uh, last week we started essentially enabling a grassroots campaign. Uh, so if y'all happen to be uh, watching other live streamers or something that is, uh, it's something that relates. Don't just like go throw it out there in random stuff that doesn't matter. I was about to say the other word, <laughs> the random st- stuff. Yeah. Uh, make sure it makes sense because it needs to it needs to be viable for it to grow yeah you know just like on roxy's stream koi's stream yeah you know, especially just, if they're managers just uh, just non-stop just spam their chats no don't don't spam their chats yeah um, either that or like just a random twitter post if you feel like it tag whoever you feel like uh put in there like why you feel like uh that you're tagging yep. these people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we want to get the hashtag out there of hashtag drafts and if it, wait no wait that does there we go hashtag drafts and a fanatic so we want to get that hashtag out there so people know uh what's going on with that so yeah put that out there get the word out on it yep um and that'll help us out a whole lot bear in mind also uh again we we want to position ourselves as a as the as the team for the fans by the fans you know the whole the whole spiel there it's the fans are growing us. We're homegrown. We're fans ourselves, uh, and we have been 
very blessed at this point to just even have our names in the draft. But now we want to move that up and actually be picked up by a, a manager, by being picked up by a faction and actually get to play. So while while that while that fan uh, growing is is happening uh, from you guys, from from the people watching and, and all that, uh, know that we are too also going to be reaching out to managers. And the only reason why I want to be like very open with that is because, again, fan grown team. Uh, we are we are a team representing fans, just like the great teams and individuals who came from fans before represent fans. Mm-hmm. That's that's really the position I want to take on that. So, uh, as you guys who are fans are going to be out there doing this, uh, we too are going to be making messages and doing our contacts and maybe creating videos. We'll see and all sorts of all sorts of fun stuff. So. Uh, be encouraged. I believe that 2021 is going to be our year and uh, maybe maybe we'll be the next deception. I don't know. I haven't seen that match yet. Yeah. <clears throat> but should be fun anyways. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's it for this. Again, hop on patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Uh, join the tier that you want to join. Just keep in mind the tiers are going to be changing very soon uh, as soon as I get our Discord up. More, and more will be added. We'll have, we'll have more tiers: twenty-five, fifty, hundred. Uh, yeah. I honestly, we don't expect anyone to be at the hundred yet. But hey, if you want to jump on it, it, it we're not going to say no. It, <laughs> That's why we're creating yeah. it. So uh, keep in mind, this Saturday again at the five dollar tier or higher, you will be able to join us for our watch along of Demolition Man. Uh, this is a big one. This is one when we first came up with the idea: hey, we could do movie watch alongs. This is the one I wanted to do. This one's going to be big for uh, for all of us. So, yeah, make sure you hop on the Patreon for that because we're going to have so much fun for that movie. And y'all want to see that uh, Three Seashells tutorial. Oh, absolutely. Anyways, um, I believe that is it as of right now. Again, of course, join us this week as we do the Schmodown replay. That's our reaction show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will have guests as of right now for Thursday's uh, replay. Uh, still working on Friday, but yeah, come back, join us for Schmodown replay. We're gonna have some fun as we continue through the Schmodown teams tournament on there. And yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter, IG. We are at Cinefanatics MLP. There's also Robert Adams MLP. I believe he's got one below his his face also. It says Chris Adams MLP. Oh, that that yeah. it does. So yeah, that's. Make sure you tune in to all of our tweeting because we're gonna be doing some fleeting. Oh my gosh, you just had to throw that in there, didn't you? Eat the fleet. Anyway, eat the fleet. This seems like a good time to end this, so let's go ahead and end this. Ready? So, yeah. Where's the house band? I don't know. Where is it? Play it. There you go. I don't know why it's not playing. It was oh, muted. That's why. Let's start it over again. Technology. 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 Crazy Technology. thing. Thank y'all for watching tonight. This has been great. Those of y'all in the chat, thank y'all for hanging out. We hope you had fun, and we will see y'all again on the Schmodown replay, hopefully. If not, we will see y'all next week. Have a great evening. Good night. Always and forever. Weird. <laughs>